Thanks for checking out our Legacy Church podcast. We know you'll be blessed and encouraged by today's message. Now here's Pastor On. I want to look at a passage of scripture in the book of Kings. And this is a story about a prophet named Elijah. And I want to read this passage of scripture. There's a lot here. And I ask you to open your heart and open your ears today. And ask the Lord, God, what is it that you want to say to me? What is it that you want to speak to my heart today? In 1 Kings 19, verse 11 through 13, the Bible says, The Lord said to Elijah, Go out and stand on the mountain in the presence of the Lord, for the Lord is about to pass by. Then a great and powerful wind tore the mountains apart and shattered the rocks before the Lord. But the Lord was not in the wind. And after the wind, there was an earthquake, but the Lord was not in the earthquake. And after the earthquake came a fire, but the Lord was not in the fire. And after the fire came a gentle whisper. And when Elijah heard it, he pulled his cloak over his face and he went out and he stood at the mouth of the cave. Today, I want to talk about hearing God's voice. I believe if you're here today, the atmosphere is open for you to hear what God would say to you specifically. It's amazing how parents can spot the voice of their child in a crowd. You can have a hundred kids, but when your kid lets out a scream or a yell, you know you're going to see that parent running as fast as they can because we recognize the voice of our children. But you know that God wants you to recognize his voice? He wants you to hear his voice. I believe you're here today. God wants to speak to you. See, God will pass by all of us, and he will speak to all of us. And usually when the Lord speaks, it's not a mighty wind. It's not a mighty earthquake. It's a gentle voice. It's something that you can hear inside the deepest part of you the deepest part of your heart. God still speaks today, just like he spoke to Elijah, just like he spoke to Mary, the mother of Jesus, through an angel, just like he spoke to Joseph, Mary's husband, in a dream, just like he spoke to Jesus when they all heard a voice from heaven when Jesus was being baptized. And they heard a voice that said, This is my beloved son, in whom I am well pleased. God still speaks. He speaks today. And I believe that God wants to speak to us today. You know, I received a phone call at 7.15 in the morning. I think it was this past Thursday for my sister. When I saw my sister calling immediately, and I thought something happened. But she called, and she was very emotional, weepy, and she kept saying, I had this amazing dream. I had this amazing dream. And she she said, in the dream, 
I was there. My dad was there who had passed away three years ago. And my sister was there. And my dad was crying and crying and crying. And he looks at me and he says, thank you. He called me Ronnie. You can't call me Ronnie. My dad can, my mom can. But he said, Ronnie, I thank you that you brought Jesus to our family. If you did not do that, I don't know where I would be. And he was crying. And then he turned to my sister and he said, Patty, I thank you that you changed your life and began going to church. Because if you had not done that, I don't know where I would be. And my sister said, then he came and he hugged both me and my sister, which was very unlike my dad. He wasn't very emotional. And uh, he hugged us and he was weeping and weeping and weeping. And my sister realized at that point that we were standing in heaven. And my dad was in heaven. And then she said to me, Ron, this is the only thing that matters. It's the only thing that matters. You know, today we honor those that died for our country. And I think if we were to talk to them from where they are, they would say the only thing that matters is eternity, where you'd spend eternity. See, there are appointed times that God will come and pass you. There are appointed times when God will come and speak to you in a still, small voice. And I believe that every Sunday, God has appointed a time to speak to us. Sunday mornings are an appointed time for us to hear from God. There's nothing more important. It's more important than a soccer game. It's more important than the beach. It's more important than, if you can, get a, an appointment with the Department of Motor Vehicles, DMV, which is impossible. There's nothing more important than those times when God speaks to you. And I pray that today that we would open our hearts and ask the Lord, God, I want to be able to hear your voice. I want to hear your voice. And when we read this story about Elijah, there's a lot in the story. I don't want to get into it too deep because we don't have time. But this is a, a time in Elijah's life, a powerful prophet, where he was hunted down by a woman named Jezebel. And Jezebel was a Phoenician princess that had married one of the kings of Israel, and that king's name was Ahab. And she influenced him greatly. She married this man, and she brings to Israel a worship of false gods, specifically Baal, which was the god of, of fertility. And she introduces these false gods, introduces temple prostitution and, and all kinds of stuff that I won't get into because I want to keep this PG. And she used fear and intimidation to control the people. And she had a, an incredible demonic influence upon her husband, 
King Ahab. So much so that 1 Kings 16.30 says, King Ahab did more evil in the eyes of the Lord than any king of Israel before him. And Elijah is being hunted down by this demonic queen and her husband. And he's being hunted down because he was a true prophet. He was a true representation of God. He was a spiritual authority. He represented the true church. And this spirit of Jezebel is still upon the earth today. And we can look around and it's a spirit that's still chasing against true spiritual authority. It's still coming against true biblical churches. And it's coming against manhood. That's what the spirit does. The spirit existed thousands of years ago. But it's being unleashed again. Because as we empty out our institutions, our nation of God, all the spirits will take its place. And we see the spirit working today, the spirit of Jezebel. And she was so demonic. She was so controlling. She brought so much fear and intimidation that this great prophet Elijah runs to the wilderness and goes into hiding and he wants to die. He looks at the condition of Israel, the condition of the church, the condition of God's people. And he said, there's no hope. There's no hope. I'm done. I've had it. I just want to die. And it was at that moment that God shows up. And I'm here to tell you today that it's at the lowest moments of your life that God shows up. It's at the moments when you want to give up and quit, God shows up. And I believe we're living in a time where we, even as Christians, we look around and we say, what is going on? Is there any hope? And I want to say today, there was hope for Elijah. There is hope for us today. God is going to pass by and he's going to speak to us. And you might be here today and, 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 and wanting to give up. You're here because God brought you here to let you know. Open your heart. Open your ears. God knows your situation. And he wants to speak to you today and give you hope. So God tells Elijah, get up, get out of the valley, and get to the mountain. Listen, God tells Elijah, get out of your place of despondency, of hopelessness, of depression. Stop looking at everything that's around you. Get to the mountain. Elijah, get up and get to the mountain. Now, this is significant. This is really significant because the mountain was a physical place. It was a place where God would meet with his people. We read in scripture that God met Abraham on Mount Moriah. It was there on a mountain that God met Abraham. We read in scripture that God met Moses 
on Mount Sinai. And he spoke to Moses on Mount Sinai. And he gave him the Ten Commandments. See, the mountain in the word is a physical place. It represents the church. God says, when everything is collapsing, your world isn't working. Your life isn't working. Run to the mountain. Run to the church. Run to the place where you will hear me speak to you. Run to the place where demons will be broken off of you. Come on. Can you give God praise if your life has been changed because you ran to the mountain? In Genesis 22:14, it says, On the mountain of the Lord it will be provided. Everything you need is at the mountain. It's where God meets you. It's where God speaks to you. The mountain. And the Bible says in Isaiah 2, verse 2 and 3, In the last days, which we are living in, church, the mountain of the Lord's temple will be established as chief among the mountains. It will be raised above the hills, and all nations will stream to it. Many peoples will come and say, Come, let us go to the mountain of the Lord, to the house of the God of Jacob. You are here. I am here because someone said, Come, let us go to the mountain of the Lord, to the God of the God of Jacob. If you are here today, God has brought you here to speak to you and to save you and to change your life. See, the devil, when we look at this story, the devil wanted to keep Elijah in the valley. The enemy wants to keep you in brokenness. He wants to keep you away from the mountain. He wants to keep you in generational curses. He wants to keep you in sin that just grips you and holds on to you and causes poverty and fear and depression and suicide and broken homes and broken. He wants to keep you in brokenness. God wants to bring you to the mountain. God is speaking to someone today to say, get to the mountain. You want your life to change? Get to the mountain. You want your lineage to change? Get to the mountain. You want hope for your children and your grandchildren? You get to the mountain. That's the word of the Lord today. See, God speaks to you on his terms. Sometimes we want God to speak to us on our terms. God meets you and speaks to you on his terms. And God says, if you want to hear from me, if you want to meet me, get to the mountain. Get to the mountain. See, the problem today isn't that God is not speaking anymore. He's speaking right now from the word of the Lord. The problem is that there are so many voices speaking that people don't know the one voice they need to know, which is the voice of God. We need to be able to hear the voice of God. And again, you hear it every Sunday. You are hearing the voice of Scripture, which is the voice of God. And if people would return to the house of the Lord, 
their lives would change because it's where you hear the voice of God. But God is always speaking. I just read a, a news report, I don't know if you saw this, it came out yesterday, that there is a nun who's been buried for four years. And she was buried in a simple casket. And they exhumed her body for some reason. I, I, didn't, I don't know why. They exhumed her body and they found her body in perfect place. His, her whole body did not have any decomposition at all. It was just as though she had just died. And they can't figure out how this can possibly be. Science cannot figure out how can this be? And so it's being presented to the Catholic Church. And the Catholic Church, if you're a Catholic, you know that they do all kinds of, of investigation because it might be an, a, an absolute miracle. But I was thinking about it, that every once in a while, God speaks to society. He speaks to unbelievers. He speaks to all different types of people and he says you don't believe what about this do you have an explanation for this see god never stops speaking our problem is we need to listen we need to listen and i thank god for the church because it's the place that is consistently speaking the word of the lord you want to hear a word Get the church on Sunday. I'm talking about a Bible-believing, preaching church where the Holy Spirit is alive. But if you want to hear God, there's no greater place to be than in the house of the Lord. Because there's all kinds of voices that are speaking to you, competing for your mind. Voices competing for your heart. Voices competing for your allegiance. Voices competing to take your children away from you. Voices competing to destroy our nation, our world as we know it. Why would companies like Target sexualize children's clothing? Because there's voices speaking. There's other voices speaking. Other voices competing, ultimately, for your soul. See, the spirit of Jezebel, demonic spirits still exist, and they're competing. But God wants us to hear his voice. See, the devil's voice is bold. It's sarcastic. It's seductive. It's deceptive. It's tantalizing. And sometimes he comes and just distracts you distracts you when god wants to speak to you he'll distract you with other things to keep you from hearing the voice of god and ultimately his voice will lead to death and destruction god's voice is gentle it's a whisper it's kind he never gives up on you from the moment you're born to when you die the Lord is speaking to you. He loves you that much that he sent his son to prove his love and to die for you on the cross.
His voice is convicting. You hear his voice in a gentle whisper. All of a sudden, you feel conviction. You feel as though I need to change my ways. See, God didn't speak to Elijah in a big way. He spoke to him in a gentle whisper. And God still speaks to us in a gentle whisper. Thanks for listening. To hear more messages like this one, make sure to subscribe and check out our podcast channel for past episodes. And if you like what you're hearing, consider rating it and even sharing it with family and friends. It helps so much. For more content with Legacy and to connect with us, go to LegacyChurchRI.com. The best is yet to come.